This is a Federal News Network podcast. Another year, another milestone for the Merit Systems Protection Board, and not necessarily a good one. It marked its fourth straight year without a quorum, and the backlog of pending petitions for review sits at more than 3,000. Federal employment attorneys, they're optimistic the incoming administration will nominate new members to staff that board. But the process of addressing the backlog might be time-consuming and expensive. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more. Nicole, tell us about the backlog and how long that's been going on and how it got so big. Yeah, so the backlog currently sits at 3,071 cases. That's according to the MSPB as of the end of December 2020. And, you know, we got here, Tom, I think first with Susan Sway Grunman leaving uh, in January 2017. And that left Mark Robbins, who stayed on as long as he could through his holdover term. And then he left. And the Senate never confirmed any of the three people that President Trump nominated to fill the board. Um, As we've previously reported, you know, it seems as if there were some issues with at least one of the nominees. And So they just sat there and, you know, these cases piled up and now we're at over 3,000. I spoke to Mark Robbins a couple of years ago when he was plowing his way through the cases and making his decision on them without the quorum. So if a new quorum comes in, I wonder if the decisions he made and voted on would still stand. So the new members, they obviously his decisions wouldn't stand in that they would be used for the board's official votes to move these decisions out. But new members, whoever they are, could look at Mark Robbins's thoughts, anything that he wrote down, his opinion on some of these individual cases and take that into account when making their own decisions. So it's not like they tossed out his work, but it doesn't necessarily carry the weight of a formal uh, decision by by a board member. Sure. And at that time, the backlog was about 1,700 or 2,000. How did it get to this 3,000 level? I guess more cases came in. Yeah, so more cases came in. More people have continued to file. Although if you look each month, it seems like maybe in the beginning of this, 2017, 2018, perhaps 60, 70 employees or agencies would file a month. Now, you know, maybe that looks more like 50 or 40 cases a month. So yeah, they've just piled up as the Senate has, you know, not done anything with the nominees that the president has sent over. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco and this backlog cost. Is there a cost to it? I guess the man hours of the members? What else? Yeah. So I spoke with Bill Wiley, who's a former federal employment attorney and former counsel for the MSPB. And he has kind of looked at this backlog and talked about the cost of it over the past four years And he says that, okay, let's just round the number of cases in the backlog to 3,000. Based on his knowledge of the board, how things usually work, about 10% of those cases are ones that involve an employee who is maybe wrongly removed and is owed back pay. So those employees are sitting there waiting perhaps to have their jobs back. And so when a board gets a quorum and members begin voting on those cases, agencies may be in the situation where they owe back pay to these employees. Now, if you think about that, 10% of about 3,000 cases, that's 300 cases. Let's just say the employees make $100,000 a year. That might be a little high, might be a little low if you're a senior executive service member, but we'll just say 100,000 for the ease of this example. 
And then, okay, so the board has lacked a quorum for four years. Let's just say these employees have been waiting for two years. So at that point, you add it all up, and it comes to about $60 million worth of back pay that agencies might have to distribute whenever a board gets around to deciding on these cases. To me, I mean, the money is something everybody can understand. Those of us who know the civil service, it's the internal disruption, you know, the pain for these employees who shouldn't have been fired, who were fired, the pain for the managers that four years after they fire somebody are going to have to say, good morning, here's your desk. Yeah, and it could even be longer because the grievance could date back a couple of years before the case got to the MSPB itself, having gone through an administrative law judge. And so it could be, if that's $60 million based on a couple of years, it could be $120 It could be lots and lots of money, in other words. And the question is how quickly these three new board members could resolve that backlog, because these are not memos on one page, these cases. Yeah, so it also depends, Tom, on how quickly the incoming Biden administration nominates. Uh, you know, we anticipate maybe three people. It could be two, though, if he really wanted to move as fast as possible uh, on the backlog. You only need two to have a quorum. But, you know, usually, as is customary, um, a Biden administration would name two Democrats, one Republican. Then they have to go through the Senate confirmation process. We're not sure how long that'll take. Let's say they're ready to go and, you know, they come on board late summer or so, um, as happened in 2009 with the uh, Obama administration. I think there's a sense that the board members actually could get through a good number of cases pretty quickly. Wiley said that when he was at the MSPB, the board members he worked with maybe looked at four or five cases a day. And he thinks they could look at 50 cases a day if they wanted to. Because again, the career staff at the MSPB, they've been working on these cases. They've been writing things down, analyzing them. And so really all the board members need to do is look at them and make a decision. Jim Eisenman is a former executive director and general counsel for the MSPB, now a partner with the Alden Law Group. And he says, yeah, things do move fast if they want to. Yeah, most cases are relatively routine in that the case law is well established it's an application of the facts to this particular case and the board the judge's decision below and most of the time the board of members agreed on the result so it's a matter of the board members obviously conscientiously reviewing the recommended decision maybe having discussions with their chief counsels and then getting the decision out the door So the real key then is getting those board members on there, and we don't know how high a priority that will be for the Biden administration. They might come into him in the three or four weeks after he's in office and say, we got to get an MSPB established. And he might say, well, can I get a secretary of state first? Although he has made those nominations, but then there's the Senate confirmation process and anything can happen there. So it's not a sure thing they will be in even by late summer, as you as you alluded No, it's entirely unclear. We don't know how the Biden administration will approach the MSPB, although I think there's a sense that the incoming administration will understand the urgency of this. And I think people do believe that there is an urgency, although I'm not sure you could say that over the past four years, or at least, you know, actions don't necessarily display that. But, you know, I think once the board members get in place, both Wiley and Eisman say it's really down to trusting the career staff at the MSPB that the work that they've already done is sound, sufficient, and they can start voting out cases. And that, they say, is really the key here. 
Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.